This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hello. Today, let's take a look at what we can do with graphic novels. Graphic novels, by their very nature, are very visual, not auditory. So when we are converting a graphic novel into an audiobook, we have a lot of things to consider. And one of the things that I hope that you'll gain from this is being able to save yourself a lot of money if you're doing graphic novels and you're working with a company to create those, I'm going to tell you some things that are going to really help you save money in the process. Okay, so let's jump right in. Typically, graphic novels don't use a lot of words to convey the story. They're mostly relying on images. So if you were to just strip out the dialogue or the words that are included in a graphic novel, you're going to have a very short piece compared to what the overall story is. So step number one in the process is going to be developing the actual script that's going to be used for recording. That's what we would do at Pro Audio Voices. That's what other production companies are also going to do. Some companies are just going to take that on for themselves and charge you to do that work. And our company, Pro Audio Voices, we would give you the choice. You can have us do it. But actually, I think there's real advantage in you as the author doing your own script. Here are some reasons why and things that you should pay attention to as you craft the script. First of all, the reason why. The benefit of you doing the script, at least the first draft of the script, is that you know your story best. You know what elements in the visuals you have chosen so that you can convey your story best. Now, these can be things like the way that the character is standing. So there could be their physical stance. It could be the setting that they're in, the attitude, the colors or light and dark, and the way that you're using all of those elements visually can impact and should impact the way that the script is written. Again, you know what those choices were and why you made them. Now, someone else who takes your script, they might look at the graphic novel and they might see one thing in the image that may be important to them, but it may not be the most important thing that you're trying to convey with that image. And so they may overlook a key element, whereas you know what's important. 
Now let's talk a bit about what kinds of things you want to include in your script and how you might approach that. First of all, for each scene or each panel that you're going to be putting into the script, you're going to want to establish your setting. Since the listener can't see it, you want to create in a narrative form what that setting is. You'll also need to decide at some point, and it doesn't have to be when you do the script, but it could be helpful if you're thinking about it in advance. And that is the way in which you establish that setting. You could do it in a novel style where you're describing the setting, or you could do it in a screenplay or script style, which could sound something like interior shot, campus room, nighttime. Or you could approach it with a more of a novel type approach or a narrative approach, something along the lines of, we see three men waiting in the dormitory room. It's nighttime. Those examples are just to get you started in terms of the idea of how you would approach, sort of what style you want to use for your graphic novel, audiobook. Even before you begin the scripting process, it may be valuable to you to go through your graphic novel panel by panel and just make a list of the things that are visually important in each one so that you make sure that you can include those easily. Even if you have someone else scripting out the graphic novel for you, doing that process would be really, really helpful. The dialogue itself that's already in the graphic novel may not necessarily need to be expanded. It might be enough just as it is with you filling in the pieces of where they are and other visual information that's important. Now, something that you can do either in the same pass of writing the script or you can come back and do a second pass once you have, let's say maybe you'd like to identify all the settings and the elements from the visuals that are important, and then you're going to put in the dialogue piece, and then you could do another pass, if you don't want to do it at the same time, of sound effects. Now, there are two basic kinds of sound effects that I would divide sound effects into, especially in a graphic novel or a full cast piece, and those are actor sound effects, ones that we would make during the recording session, the heavy breathing, coughing, things like that, that we make with our bodies naturally. And then the other would be things like doors, cell phones, other noises that we don't make naturally with our bodies that we would actually have to source and insert. It's helpful to identify which kind is happening the reason is because in the recording session, if it's noted that it will be done by the actors, then it's more likely going to actually get done during that recording session and not have to be inserted later or done as a pickup or a, a note a change. As you're doing your script, the standard acronym for sound effects is SFX. I use ASFX when I'm identifying a sound that would be made by an actor. That way, when I sort through the script, if we do a search, we can easily find out how many sound effects are going to need to be sourced and inserted, and 
then also those other ones that are going to be created by the actors, as I said, will be handled during the recording session. Another kind of sound effect that is also in that sourced category, but could be really helpful to note in addition, and that is atmospheric, the ambiance of a space. Let's say you're in a cafe or a restaurant, you're going to have that kind of, you know, sounds of silverware and glasses clinking and things like that. If you're outdoors, you're probably going to hear birds or crickets, depending on the time of day. When we're working on a graphic novel, typically it's a shorter overall piece, a finished work. This is also true of children's books. And for the same reason, we would tend to lean towards a more dense soundscape, which means that we would more typically want to include all of those ambiance sounds so that there's a, a soundtrack that's running pretty much throughout the book or, or close to it. And then there are also sound effects that can be very useful in conveying things like time travel or flashbacks. One of the ways to handle those kinds of moments is to initially, probably with some voiceover or narration that will help the listener understand what the sound means, is that you would do them either together or one and then the other. So she remembers the day before yesterday, and then we hear a sound, woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. Whatever the sound effect is, that then can be used later because we've set it up initially. It can be used later to express that flashback experience without necessarily having to use the words again. Okay, that was a lot. Let's take a breather here. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Do you have a book that you imagine with multiple voices or a screenplay or stage play? At Pro Audio Voices, we love working on these more complex productions with music and sound effects and a full cast of voices. Bringing together decades of experience in both theater and audio production, our team brings your project to life. From manuscript preparation, to casting, to directing the actors, and a post-production team to bring it all together, Pro Audio Voices brings your project to life. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com forward slash full dash cast. And we're back. I want to take the next few minutes to talk about casting. When we're doing full cast projects, then we're often doing double casting. In other words, we're doubling up on roles for a single actor. This can save you a lot of money. It can also be much nicer for the actors when they have more that they can do in a given session. Some producers will just create it and cast it without your having any input. And other producers, like Pro Audio Voices, will give you both input into the process as well as uh, you being the final decision maker on the voices that are selected. As you're looking for a producer that is a good fit for you, that's something that you may want to ask them as you're going into the process. 
Another element of casting that is specific to graphic novels relates to the fact that typically these are shorter scripts. Because there is cost and time associated with doing any project, not just the time that is the finished length. So finished length might be short, but that doesn't mean that the time put into doing the project was short. And there is always some sort of base amount of time that it takes just to do any line of voiceover. The point being that if you have one short script and you want to do that in this approach, that if you have a second one, you may find that it is most cost-effective to do more than one script in a batch. This, again, is a potentially a money-saving tip. So if you request a quote for one short script and you have more scripts that you might want to do, I would strongly encourage you to get a quote to do more than just the one. If those scripts can be cast with the same actors, then that is especially great. I will facilitate the entire process. We're going to wrap up here, but hopefully these tips are helpful to you. Even just knowing that doing your own scripting, at least, again, as a first draft for your project, will save you a lot of money and will, I think, get you closer to the finished product that you're hoping for because it will be closer to manifesting the actual script that you had in mind in the first place, your story brought to life. If we can be helpful with other questions about getting your graphic novel into a full cast production with music and sound effects, please reach out to us at proaudiovoices.com. These are the kinds of projects we thoroughly enjoy doing, and we'd love to talk with you about your project. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.